we've not done this before. I've got Dobie with me and at Brownswood in the basement. How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm enjoying the weather. I had a little computer crisis, so, you know. <laughs> As you do. Yep, tell me about it. You know, but apart from that, I'm all right, man. It's good to see you with North London hardcore, just within stone's throw of each other. Literally. 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 I bump into you, just bumped into Atsuko. The kids being dropped off. It's a fine Friday afternoon. Um, spring is in the air. Yeah, London's smiling right now, I think, you know. You've had some cold weather. Hopefully it's gone. Sun's starting to come out and hopefully everyone's smiling, man, chirping up. And Dealing with the credit crunch business. Last time I saw you was... Uh, well, no, the last time I saw you in here... Well, actually... No, that was time ago, man. That was Kenny and Louie? Yeah, when I brought Kenny and Louie down. They came down and went through your collection. And I was like, damn, man, homeboy's got some music down here. That was the time that I gave Louie a copy of Clyde Alexander, Got to Get My Love. That song, you know that one? Yeah. And uh, he'd not heard it. And I, that was the time I, I gave it him my copy, which I kind of regretted afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to come. <laughs> but, um, I know how that goes. But... Um, <laughs> But I always thought that because he was New York, that he knew all the boogie tracks and stuff. But actually, I realised that a lot of the New York house DJs only kind of know a certain amount of classics. Yeah, that's, kinda... they know the classic stuff because I was surprised when I first started hanging out with Kenny and that back in the day when they first came over. You know, they learned a lot of stuff from over here. A lot of records, like you say, they didn't know, you know. And a lot of the stuff that they would just use them as they just would take the break and we would play the whole tune and stuff like that. They learned a lot, a lot of stuff from over here. And it's kind of happening again. You know, there's like guys who've got their blog sites up. You know, when I did the UK Street Soul compilation with Spine, a lot of them cats in LA were freaking out over that. And, you know, now I notice they're all looking for old boogie records that we were listening to years ago. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's really interesting. How far back do you go, Dobie? Because, I mean, I remember you from the days of Soul to Soul. Obviously, you're still going super strong now with your productions and stuff. Um, give us a little sort of outline of your history. Bring me back to date. Uh... All right, all right. Where did I start? Originally, the thing that got me into music was hip-hop. I was a hip-hop head. How old are you? Uh, I never tell anyone Are you that. younger than me? I don't know how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are younger than me. <laughs> I'm a hip-hop head, man. I'm a hip-hop head. Hip-hop got me into music in a big way. That was, I suppose, because it was, you know, tangible. You know, it was just two turntables and a microphone. And the whole thing that came with hip-hop, the graffiti, the breakdancing, that just kind of held me from when it first kind of came to England. Where were you living then? Still living in Stokey, man. I'm Stokey born and bred. Hackney boy, did you know? Was Junior's there in Neville Road? Nah, Junior's wasn't there then, but there was another spot. <laughs> there was another West Indian spot there. Not as fly as Junior's, you know, so... What about Kebab 2000, was that there then? <laughs> <laughs> I, think so. I think Kebab 2000 was most probably a chemist at that point, you know what I mean? <laughs> we going back. Yeah, but it's really the hip-hop thing and, you know... Got into making beats. The whole DJing, cutting and scratching thing, that was just like, that was just amazing to me. So I hustled around, saved my pennies, got myself two turntables and a mixer and just spent ages literally being a bedroom DJ, just making, you know, cutting up records. And then I, you know, was quite getting interesting. Well, how are they making these records? Do you know? And he's like, like finding out about drum machines and stuff like that. And also it was that whole period where not only the hip-hop thing was happening, but the whole electronic thing was starting off. You know, you had groups like Kraftwerk, OMD, 
Visage and all that. And it all kind of merged into one. It was, you know, it was that post-punk thing. You had the punk-funk thing happening with, you know, a certain ratio and all those kind of acts coming out and stuff like that. So I was kind of caught up in all that. You know, just kind of loved it. Going to all the early warehouse parties back then, Delirium. It was, you know, Wag Club. That's when London was really buzzing to me because everything was kind of new then. Especially the whole warehouse thing. It was exciting, man. Being some crafty old warehouse till like seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because when I was uh, last week, we had the Q-tip show, and uh, I got to spend a bit of time with with Q-tip, and we were talking a bit about, you know, because he never comes to Europe. He's proper New no, York. He hasn't been here for ages. Person, and uh, and he was just saying how um, how influential certain British groups were in America and he started talking about because I said oh no this is Camden he was like and I said this is kind of like where I used to do dingles and yeah. and you know I was explaining to him what the roundhouse was and, and then Palace and then I said uh, soul to soul and he sort of was like yeah they were so so massive for, for him and, and everyone do you realize because you were kind of part of that collective yeah I was part of that whole camp I was mm. part you know originally a box boy I must have met Jazzy back in like 84 I got introduced to him by a friend just before they started doing Africa Centre. So we was doing the raves and stuff like that, Africa Centre, which became like church, you know, every Sunday. Everyone yeah. was in North Africa Centre. A lot of people met up there, from the Simon Laws to the Ron Toms, and, you know, the Norman Jays, yourself was in there. You know, that was like our church on a Sunday. And then, you know, it developed into the record thing. And that really kicked off when Nelly from Wild Bunch and Milo moved to London because they were living on Delancey Street which is just off of Camden High Street mm. and it kind of went from there you know you know because Nelly was already doing stuff you know like I say with Wild Bunch and he was linked with the whole Nina Cherry Camp and Morgan McVie and all them guys and stuff and him and Jazzy hooked up and I was already like Jazzy knew I was making beats because I you know Soul to Soul's base was in Camden behind the whole snooker hall which isn't there anymore it's like there's a McDonald's there and stuff like that and like I'd show up at the base and I'd have like an 808 drum machine under my arm so he kind of already knew that I was kind of tinkering with stuff and he was kind of like you know once him and Nelly kind of hooked up he was kind of like yeah I want you to come studio and do stuff you know with me and Nelly and stuff like that so it just kind of rolled from there you know I was there when Fair Played Fair Played was made down at Addis Ababa I was involved with that Marco bass player from the brand new heavies and stuff like that and, you know, they got the deal with Virgin. It just rolled from there. And it was kind of like, yeah, it blew up, <laughs> you know? Mm. Totally blew up. And it's kind of weird because our influences were coming from the States, you know? Really, very, you know, hip-hop influenced. Has there been a better time, do you think, for British black music, for want of a better word? I don't... That was a very powerful yeah, time. Yeah, it was powerful, you know. Because it was De La Soul, it was the Jungle Brothers, it was Soul to Soul, Tribe Called Quest, and then, yeah, that and whole that, movement. I mean, before that, we'd had Loose Ends and stuff. Yeah, but, and Junior Giscombe and stuff like that. But Soul to Soul felt really, I felt really proud to be Londoner then. Yeah, you know, it definitely opened up a lot of doors. You know, people took note. You know, whether or not we realised it at the time, but people just, they, they you know, they were feeling it, you know. Me personally, I was just like, to me, it was just making some music. It was in the studio. I kind of shied away from a lot of all that kind of publicity stuff. It's kind of like, because that wasn't really my vibe. I was just kind of happy being in the studio and making beats and stuff like that. But yeah, it really opened and brought a lot of British pride, you know? Yeah, so yeah. But I don't think since then, you know, I don't mean to be big headed or anything. I don't think anything's kind of captured that again, do you know? 
I don't know what that is or why that has happened. Yeah, but hopefully it'll come back around. I think, we, you know, we have the talent here. I just don't think it's getting the support and the push, do you know? Definitely not. And the thing with England as well, we're very progressive. You know, we come up with genres. Whether we like it, you know, we just do that. Like from the drum and bass thing to the funky house thing. And it's, you know, and then that goes on to influence like the rest of the world, you know? It's kind of crazy. Like, it's kind of, England's a very progressive place musically, I feel. Yeah. You've done a lot of remixes. Yeah, a hell of a lot of remixes. A hell of a lot. 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 Everyone from, okay, London Posse on one end to Negresva on the other and Bjork in the middle and then Donny slightly to the left and uh, Shirley Bassey slightly to the right. <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of remixes.
That sounds so good. Yeah, it still sounds fresh, man. I haven't heard it for a little while, you know? I haven't heard it for a little while. It still sounds fresh. Still excited. And you yeah. were saying that that was done, what, in 99? Yeah. Yeah, around... No, like, when did the album come out? Yeah, about... No, not in 99. I can't actually remember. I know it's a good, like, five or six years ago. It's yeah. before 2000. Yeah, definitely before 2000. And uh, that was the time when you couldn't sort of vary... Sp- the, the technology wasn't there. You had to- no, no, the technology wasn't there. You'd get the two-inch, you know, you didn't have the time-stretching facilities that you had now because the original track was like 120 BPM. Mm. And I thought, OK, I've got to work with this. And then Bjork called me and she said, look, if you want me to come and re-vocal, I'll re-vocal. And I was just like, yeah, totally up for it because it just meant I could go other places with it. I wasn't just stuck at this 120 BPM. Couldn't time stretch it down too much because it would sound like crap. And if I time stretched it up too much, it would sound like crap. So her coming and re-vocaling just kind of opened the pathways for me to go anywhere. Yeah. And then, like, you know, she came in. She was really cool, man. She's like, done it in a couple of takes. And then, like, you know, I stuck Rodney P on it. I called him up and said, look, I'm doing this Bjork thing. There's not a lot of money in it, but it'd be good if you could come down and kick a 16 on it. It'd be good for you. And he came down, kicked a 16, and it was cool. Done. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed doing that.
I create piled high on my plate in a state. Something in the wind, I repel all toys. Blowing up my fragrance and listening to boy. Magnificent mishaps bouncing in my barrel. When my knees get scraped, I wrap my towel on my neck like I'm seizing the summer. No bummers but the business. Die as a member. Watch like a witness. Fitness when my time is up. Wash down when the throat erupts. Force my hand when my blood gets I can't you to the things I am. In the terror dome, like my man Chuck D said, it's time to dethrone you clones and all you knuckleheads. Cause MCs have used up extended warranties, while real MCs and DJs are a minority. But right about now, I use my authority. Cause I'm like the wizard and you look lost like Dorothy. The horribly when I return for my real people, words are split wigs, hitting like some double desert eagles. Sporting caps pulled low and baggy slacks, subtracting all the rappers from lack over premier's tracks. Severe facts have brought this rap game to near collapse. So as I have in the past, I will dropping lyrics that be harder than sex and candle wax. And one dimensional MCs can't handle that. While the world's revolving on its axis, I come with mad loving plus the illest warlike tactics. The wilderness is filled with this. So many people searching for false bliss. I'm here with the skills you've missed. The rejected stone is now the cornerstone. Sort of like the master builder when I make my way home. You know my steeds. I'm like the minister When I be lacing the wax I be bringing salvation Through the way that I rap And you know And I know I'm nice like that Work through worldly problems I got the healing power When the mic's within my reach I'm feeling more power Stealing at least three minutes Of every rap radio hour It's often easier for one To give advice Than it is for a person To run one's own life That's why I can't be caught up In all the hype I keep my soul tight And let these lines take flight The apparatus gets blessed And suckers get put to rest No more of the unpure I got the cure for this mess 
the whackness is spreading like the plague. MCs left up and got paid, but still can't make the grade. How many times I wanna be is gonna lie. Yo, they must wanna fry, they can't touch the knowledge I personify. I travel through the darkness, carrying my torch. The illest soldier when I'm holding down the fort. You know my steeds. enjoy listening to the voice of Guru with Gangstar. He's got one of those distinctive voices, hasn't he, yeah, Dobie? definitely, definitely. And, Guru's uh, a legend. He's a legend, right? Yeah, definitely. I kind of think he, I think he went a bit wrong when he did Jazzmatazz. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, something went a bit odd there, you yeah, know? Him and, you know, the, the thing, the combination of him and Primo together, yeah. that's the lick. It's kind of like with EPMD, them two together, perfect. When they split... Not the same thing. Yeah. Not the same thing. Yeah, it just went a bit wayward with the yeah. jazz, jazz matazz and, and all that. It kind of, the original, the first album was good, then it just, they just started pushing out too much. Maybe it should have just been like a one album project and then yeah. just get back to normal, just leave it as that one piece instead of trying to like, okay, let's do another one and another one and another one. I mean, it's about the tipping points in, in life and in music. You were part of it with Soul to Soul and you were just saying as we were listening to this, um, you know, I was asking you about your connection with with Howie B because it was Howie and Nelly and Dobie and uh, it was <laughs> yeah see how I met Howie Howie was just another Africa Centre regular mm. you know like you know same as with Simon Law and all them cats there and Mike McElvoy and that and um, Howie used to work for Hans Zimmer I don't right. know if anyone knows who he is. He does like the sound, you know, all those big movie scores, big. Rain Man and all that. Big. And how we learned his trade through hands, you know, it's engineering and stuff like that. And um, we broke away from Soul to Soul. Right. And we went off and did our own thing. And mm. we did a little project for Island Records under the name of Nomad Soul. And then me and that's how me and Howie kind of hooked up. Right. Yeah, but really, a lot of time it's just like me, Howie, and Nelly in the studio. You know, so you can't just like bonding with people, do you get what I'm saying? You know, he's a good friend. You know? And I mean, Nelly Hooper was the connection, um, the way I saw it, between, say, Soul to Soul and Massive Attack. Yeah, you know, when they were called, like, you know, Nelly originally come from the Wild Bunch, and they used to play together. You know, we'd go up to Bristol and do a jam with the Wild Bunch, and then they'd come to London and do a jam. And I think the first time they really hooked up was at Caxton Ass. There was a big jam in Caxton Ass over in... Um, Archway. Right. There was an old community hall up there they used to throw jams at and it was like Nutriment, Wild Bunch and Soul to Soul. Don't know if anyone still remembers Nutriment from back in the day. Getting deep on us. Yeah, Nutriment, man. He's part of that whole West London fraternity. You know, yeah. Labrick Grove had their hip-hop thing going on. Malolo was doing their thing. Yeah, he was the first one that had like an SP1200 and everyone was like, <laughs> damn, he's got an SP1200. <laughs> Nutriment was a bit of a nut. It was cool, I liked him. We played... Um, Another track just before the Gangster, um, which was your remix, um, which was a great track that you put out um, on Pussyfoot Records, right? Yeah, yeah, I did an album on Pussyfoot. Yeah, that was a great record. It came out in like um, '89. Mm. Yeah. It's got that. It's got the because you've got the that sound. The beat is really feeling good again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good hearing them again because I haven't listened to them for a little while, you know. And yeah, yeah, it's nice hearing them again. It's nice. Just put a smile on my face, you know, make my. <laughs> body tingle was like yeah I'm still feeling that yeah I'm now here's one you've just pulled out which I, I didn't realise um, I never knew this um, particular collaboration but you were behind this production between uh, Tricky and the Gravediggers yeah yeah what was um, all that about that came about because um, I've known Tricky for years 
You know, because he used to hang around the Wild Bunch, you know, same with Mushroom and all that. He was like one of the younger kids that used to hang around with him. So I've known him for years, you know, because you know, I used to go down to Bristol and hang out and stuff like that. And he moved to London, you know, and um, we were just hanging out, you know, and he just got his deal with Ireland and stuff like that. And I think the Gravediggers are over doing a show. The Gravediggers. And they got together to do some tracks. And Tricky just called me out of the blue and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to the studio with the Gravediggers. Uh, yeah, come down, come down, come down. I was like, yeah, all right then. You know, I think he was a bit nervous, you know, kind of thing, you know. So he went down there and ended up, you know, I did a track and RZA did a track. And this one got picked up for the, um, the film The Crow, City of Angels 2. And ended up on a soundtrack album. And like, yeah, it's cool. It's out there. The track's kind of out there. It was a funny night. That really was a funny night. A lot of red wine and weed. <laughs>
I don't know if people are ready for this track actually it's uh, it's it's i mean i think there was a time when well of course they're ready um, they are ready for this track it's yeah getting, man they're born ready for it they're born ready for it it's getting a, it's funny though because i think there's so much music coming from so many different directions that a record like this can come out now and be missed by a lot of people because yeah. they're so in their little worlds and they don't really get to hear it. do you know what i mean like yeah 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 so it's, i just hope that more people can get to hear it that's your new single which is why we're here really because yes, uh, the new madness it was about time that i put something out by Dope and uh, I mean there is not really anyone around particularly within spitting distance from my gates who has had such a massive um, influence on the heritage of UK London club culture as Dobie yeah it's kind of crazy it's kind of crazy you've seen it all you've seen it all yeah I've been out there I've been around man I've been around you know I grew up in it definitely (laughs) grew up in it and kind of still in it you know one of the things that you've done a lot as well which uh, you know people don't really necessarily remember is the fact that you've worked a lot with um, with the the UK MCs of course yeah. um, Rodney P yeah Rodney P London Posse Rodney Mighty P Ethnics. great yes yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day whatever happened to them they're still around they're still around you know Drew's still doing his thing and Flex is still about you know the Lalo crew they're still doing their thing you know they're all good I saw Drew about two months ago because his girlfriend lives around our end you know so I just kind of bumped into him yeah he's good he's still the same you know yeah they're all good they're all good big up to the Lalo crew and uh, who do you reckon has been the sort of most significant UK MC of, of your generation 
who's still worthwhile in terms of what he's saying and his style and delivery and all that kind of thing. I tell you what, I'm a big fan of Roots Maneuver. I am a big fan of Roots Maneuver. You know, because the thing with Roots, he just does his own thing, you know? He just totally does his own thing. He's not trying to be like an American B-boy or whatever, trying to imitate that. He's just on his own little tip. You know, he's very left. And I like that. When I worked with him and just... And like he did a track for the first album, it was just like, yeah, this cat's kind of cool. I definitely want to do more stuff with him. Definitely. You know, and, and like the new cats that have come along, Kalashnikov, I like his vibe. Is it Dirty Diggs? Dirty Dugs? He's hot. The thing I like about him and Kalash, they got that old school flavour, like of the, like the old UK MCs, like from like the Demon Boys, London Posse, and Twang, and all that lot. I listen to them Utes, and it's like you can tell they come up around sound systems because they've got a heavy little reggae influence to them. They've got that old style of rhyming and chatting. You know, I like them two a lot. Yeah. What about the grime dubstepy side of things, the, the Dizzy's, the Wileys, all that sort of stuff? For, for them cats, for me, out of that camp that's come along that I like a lot, I like Titchy Strider, I like Dizzy, I like Wiley, I like Kano. You know? Those are the ones for me. You know, I haven't heard everybody. Mm. But those are the ones that work for me. I'd like yeah. to hear you working with some of them. Yeah, I would do. I would like to do something with them. That would make sense. You know? I wanted to try and get Dizzy on New Madness. But it was just kind of like just trying to get through his peoples and stuff like that. I think that would have really worked. You know? I like, you know, I like Kano. Tissy Strider. When I heard, first heard Tissy Strider, I was like, yeah, that kid's hot. Yeah, he's hot. Because they, they don't sound like all the others. You know, they kind of stand out. Little exclusive right now. Roots Maneuver, Dolby D, Belly Full Up. To make the most of my foot knee bits UK, warrior warhead, my optical head rush Looking for some peace and tranquility Enforce my ability to remain Sane in the face of the sadness The gladness, the badness A Magnus, Magnus, and Christian spirit Ready to pop, ready to pop this thing Ready to pop, ready to drop this thing Ready to pop, ready to pop this thing Ready to pop, ready to drop this thing Well, I'm telling you, man. Well, I MC, it's 
tabloid rapping Trying to get this quick but nothing don't happen Talk about game but they really don't got none We watch the TV, it's kinda easy to spot one They don't respect the privilege of playing a part And do nothing to represent the facilities of heart I separate me and mine from them and those fools is my perception of bling Me to glow from within a pivot thing, man We should look to own it, control it, own it, and represent the blessedness. The voice of the voice, less the choice of the choice, less than it. Yes, yes, and furthermore, yes, less. Wanna be up and get sustainable progress. It ain't about the food job or the platinum chain. It's all about the reputation of the spiritual domain. Acquiring the fire, we fire the pain it go. Ready to move, ready to pump this thing. Ready to move, ready to jump this thing. Ready to move, ready to pump this thing. Ready to move, ready to jump this thing. Now what days we wear our money and we smuggle them keys Understand what I mean? 
I fiend for them pounds and them pence I mean Plus please stay lean and you know that Put you in the picture like Kodak or Nikon They hot girls will throw dick on Say them masochisms for freaks to get you with one They're rough rhymes for beasts that I'ma spit on Yo, I got a hot side, trust that Anytime we touch that, yeah, them a rush that Cause they love that, yeah Rhythm killer for the massive and crew Yo, start the hot side, you know how we do for free I got the hot Get the next man's girlfriend hot for me, the style biller. Yeah, the hot style we're in a dodgy nigga, man. Hey yo, hey yo, I got the hot style you got to see. Like Ruth say, I don't wanna be happy. The style biller, yeah, the boom style we're in a dodgy nigga, man. Yo, I want you watch, yeah. Sounded sick. Yeah, it's fire, man. Hot style is fire. Oh, fire, fire, fire. I, you know, where was I? 2004. I remember that album coming out. I don't remember that track. Yeah, but homeboy, you get so much music passing your ways. Mostly went straight past you. But you know, you caught up with it now. So that's I have all caught good. up with it now. You're caught up with it now. Rodney P, um, another big. I mean, he's a partner of yours for a long time, right? You've yeah, me and P been doing things for a little while. I haven't seen him for a little minute. You know, I think he's been out on the road, you know, doing some stuff. But, yo, P, if you're listening, we need to link again, man. It's about time, you know, we touched base and did some more fire. Yeah. Last yeah. time I saw him was on Albion Roads. And, uh... <laughs> Coming out the chicken spot. <laughs> <laughs> Back in that place. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're our little area. You've, you live, like, within... Well, you've got Ben West Beach. Um, oh, yeah, I only just found out he lives around the corner. He lives around the corner. You've got Tayo, the, um, the Breaks DJ. You've yeah. Got, you've got Groove Akamada guys who live there. I mean, there's a lot of people who've yeah. come come there. In fact, I remember when I actually was um, in, in, in Stoke Newington a few years ago, um, Spoonie um, was... I was actually in juniors um, getting some um, some, some food. and salt fish. Yeah, I was at one of those. And um, and he walked in there. He goes, what are you doing in here? <laughs> I was like, well, you know. He says, what are you not? And, and I, he said, I said, well, I've moved in this area. He goes, I can't believe it. I spent 30 years trying to get out of here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, well, Stokey's changed, man. Stokey's changed. But all spooning out. They're all Hackney boys, isn't it? Then you had Mike West, Rebel MC. All them cats come yeah. from there. Then you had the Demon Boys out in Tottenham. 
You know, a lot of music's come out of like Stoke Newton, little old Stoke Newton, North London, or yeah. North East London. Yeah. You know, we're holding it down. I think we need Keeping to start a little. Up. I think we need to look at Church Street. I remember, yeah, I mean, actually, I went to the Vortex the other day. I like the Vortex as a, as a jazz venue, as yeah, a place yeah. to listen. But I think it'd be nice. We should get together. We keep talking about it, don't we? A little. Yeah, Rob's been pushing that angle. Like, let's do a little yeah. jam. Well, I know... He wants to go and live in the countryside. He does with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ski's got a little, that's... starting up a little thing up in Dalston. Oh, that's good. But there's a lot of little things happening in um, Stoke Newton and Dalston way because yeah. you know all the kids that don't want to go to Hoxton anymore, they've all kind of migrated down to Stokey. Yeah. A lot of little late night bar things going on. Yeah. You know, little lock-ins. Yeah. I discovered know? a very, very nice um, coffee um, place um, just around the back of uh, the Vortex, which, uh, what's it called? Something about Mary? Or I can't remember what it's called. It's got a really odd name. But a little they... small place on the corner? Yeah. What's that called? I don't know. I've seen it though. A little grimy looking spot. Yeah, but they do the baddest coffee in there um, right. yeah Piccolo I need um, to go that check that vibe. yeah no very good it's a, it's a nice one um, little um, cupcakes um, yeah worth I mean it's the area to be right you can't live yeah, anywhere else in London nah nah right now nah. I ain't ready to leave Stokey nah not at all you know, I've tasted everywhere else I've, you know, I've spent time in Grove I've spent time over there and south but no, Stokey, man. Stokey's yeah. home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, listen, Dobes, um, always a pleasure. Um, there is an EP coming out um, on Brownswood, which um, we're playing one of the tracks of on the B-side here. It's called uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, there's another track on it um, about Alan Road. <laughs> oh, Dumb Girl from Alan Road. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep that off. We'll keep that off the podcast. That's a surprise if someone collects it and picks up the the actual vinyl. But it's a nice sounding, well mastered vinyl. This and this is quite. I, mean, I don't even want to say this because I remember you played it. You gave me the the, the A side which we, we played earlier on. Um, um, New madness. New madness. And uh, you said it was. You did that a while ago. But I don't want people to think that. No, I no, think no, it's no, a fresh no. piece. It, no. it feels keep now. Keep it fresh. Leave it now. Yeah. Have yeah. you got lots of new stuff coming up? What's the plans? Me right now. You know, I really want to concentrate and putting my own stuff out because I spent so many years just working with other people's music, you know, be it productions or remixes. After a little while, you just want to do your own thing, you know? And, like, my first outing with that, with that was with doing the album for Pussyfoot and the stuff I did with Pussyfoot. But right now, I really kind of, like, I just got stuff I want to put out, yeah. you know? I ain't looking for no bigger majors. Like, look, I just want to put some music I mean, out. how is it for someone like yourself? Because you've obviously been around for, you know, 20 years plus um, making music, beats. You've gone through a lot of different periods in the music industry. Obviously, with the download situation and the fact that, you know, there isn't that much money to be made if you're making music mm. in the traditional way anyway, anymore. How do you kind of, you know, what is the way to survive as, as a producer, um... Okay. Yeah, what is it? I mean, you I know. Think if you're not one of the big boys and you're not in there with the majors, like, you definitely got to have your own setup. You got to have your own setup and be able to make music. You know, you can't rely on, you know, the days are gone where labels would put people in the studio yeah. and stuff like I think them days are over. I mm-hmm. think a lot of the time, the labels now are looking for basically bring them the finished product. Yeah. Bring them the package so they can just say, oh, it just needs mixing or something like sure. that. There's no artist development anymore. That's all kind of gone. So I think anyone out there, You've got to have your own setup, and you don't really need much right now, you know, because the technology's just changed the game so much. You know, you can go and buy your MacBook for seven hundred pound, buy your Logic Express for like one hundred and fifty, and basically you're up and running. You've got, a, you know, you've got a studio in your laptop. You know, you've got your MPC three thousand or your four thousand or your sixty, and just kind of work like that until I suppose you you're in a better position where you've got better backers behind you and stuff like that. You know, and I think 
the you the, the American kids have been on that for a little while. I remember the first time I went out to the States and I stayed up in Brooklyn. Like the kids out there were really on it. And now I'm seeing the UK kids kind of caught on to that now. And they're not waiting for anyone to hand them anything anymore. It's just like, fuck it. They're not going to give a shit. We've got to do it ourselves. And then, and then you get things like Dizzy, you know. Dizzy went out, did his first records on his own, sold like 30, 40,000. And then all of a sudden the majors are knocking down your door. And then as you've got the decision of like, well, do I actually need to sign to you? I've done all this on my own. And all of a sudden you kind of want to jump in. Do you know what I mean? You know, so like, you know, if it's... And also it's kind of like... Um, don't expect to get rich off of it you know just enjoy making music I still look at it as even though I've done all these remixes I still look at it as something I do for fun you know and that's kind of what's kept me in it I'm always going to be making beats because I like making beats you know it's not just about a money thing obviously when labels are approaching you then it does the business comes into it and you kind of got to deal with it you can't really shy away from that because it's not going away you know but always trying, like, you know, I do this for, like, because I like making music. I like making beats, you know? And I think you've got to kind of keep that in mind, you know? Because music will hurt you. It can really hurt you, you know? Some people have big expectations and they don't, it doesn't come through and then next minute, you know, I know people that have given up making music. Maybe they expected a little too much, you know? Instead of just enjoying it, like, you know, ask yourself, why did you get into it in the first place? Why did you start doing it in the first place? You know, I was speaking to someone, a friend of mine, I don't want to mention their names, and, like, he was talking, and, like, he was going, oh, music's this, music's that, I've had enough of it. And I said to him, but why did you do it in the first place? You did it for fun, so try and keep that. Try and keep that, you know? And see everything else as being really a bonus. You know, and if it does work out for you where you are getting the productions and you are getting the remixes, that's all good. And save your money. <laughs> Put your money away. When you get them big checks from record companies, they don't last very long. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's it, really, man. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. You know, love what you're doing, man. Great to speak to you. And uh, thanks for having me, bro. Inspiring thanks words, me. as always, from Dobie. We're going to finish off with this one. This is um, the one that wouldn't work on the other machine. It's uh, it's this. Yeah. So, girl named Holly Palmer. We hooked up a few years back. Track called All My Senses. All right. Did this come out? Do I know it? No, it's just another one of them tracks I got sitting around looking naughty, for an outlet. Naughty, naughty, um, Dobie, you're a bad boy every time. Thanks a lot for joining in and uh, good luck with the EP. Thanks for having me, man. All the future music. Big up to Brownswood, man. Big up to Brownswood. For walking the walk and not just talking the talk. Hang on. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, it's not happening on that CD? No, it's a dodgy CD, mate. You know what? It's not working on either side. Okay. It's not working on either side, that one. All right. Hmm. What do we reckon do? What have we got? This is what have we got there? What have we got there? What's, what this, we... what's this blank CD got? It's got lots of stuff Shall on. we give him some R&B or shall we give him some Shirley Bassey? Uh, or shall I we give him the Roger Robinson? Oh, Roger Robinson, really? Unsticking. Came mm. out a little while ago. Remember that remix? Um, give me it to... First track on that CD. Yeah, that's simple. Let's have some of that. Straightforward. It kind of left the centre. Where are you going tonight? Do anything? Tonight I'm going home to watch TV, man, and sort out my computer. What are you going to watch? I know, see what's on, man, you know? See what's on. Um, film, see what Film 4's got going on tonight. Where'd you get all your wires and uh, all that stuff from? You don't... You, is, there, is there a website I should know about? No, so, I just go into the West End. <laughs> 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 Jump on the 73, the good old steady 73. Go to the West End and... Barter, lag, those shots in the rest of the city.
to thumb trace your ears like small shells Bilingually mingled tongues like cinched corners of thin pages And cobweb stages of violence unstrung Who will spawn our magnolia dreams of endless spit Under pinpricks of starry nights that broke on our bare backs like whips Morning mists will smell roses with mouthfuls of bitty hi-fi The flowers bloom on her dress and stars appear to blind eyes Kiss her with karma Urbanly Buddhist voice of crushed velvet and jackhammers Hands on, I'm scanning dictionary just to understand her Learning pretty language before lily pads thought float abandoned Like peeling posters on a wall We are Yeah. We are uns- 